Show presents Scratch It Trailer. The podcast where we debate which track to scratch off some of the most known and unknown albums of all time. We live in an era of singles. This is an album. People no longer listen to an album for the work it truly is. It kind of defines a band. It's just not something that people relate to nowadays. We've all gotten the dreaded. Started out as a game. Which track on the album would you scratch out if you had to? Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of the Scratch Track Podcast presented by the Dude Grim Show. I am the Dude. And I am Grim. And today we're going to do something a little different. We are going to, we each went through our vinyl collection and we picked out three of the most unique albums for us uh, that we had to talk about and for different reasons, but either way, like three of them that are either the most unique or the most special that we have. So I got these three right here. We'll get to them. And dude, what do you got for us? Do you want to start out with the first one? I can start off with the first one. And it is one that we actually have talked about on this channel before, because we have scratched this, um, this, this album. Oh boy. My first one that is, I am very proud and happy to have in my collection. I just, I love it because it's one of my favorite albums of all time. And that is Nine Inch Nails, The Fragile. There's just like so much to love about this because one, I mean, it's a fucking great album. I mean, so there's that. But the packaging of it, it is called the Definitive Edition. And um, I bought this. I got this not off Nine Inch Nails website, but I got it off uh, Twist and Shout here here in Denver. Oh, sweet. And... Now, if you go to Nine Inch Nails website, it's it's sold out. You can't get it, and wow. they haven't you know repressed or re-released it yet. So I imagine they will, just because it's in high demand. I mean, that would that would make sense. Yeah. But dude, I just it's three records. I love the packaging. I mean, and the track the order is the track is, order consistent with the album as we know it on the three. It's not. So so they they add in they Ooh. add in a song on what would be considered disc right. They had in a song or two actually. Oh wow. And of okay. course if I'd done, done And we homework, we may um, have talked about this on the that. episode, but dude, I mean I think, pardon yeah, us, it's tough to remember everything. Yeah. So if you didn't check out that episode, because we should probably check it out again. But as we love in albums, man, I mean the inside booklet is just full of like you know, cool artwork. It's got all the song titles, all the lyrics on the inside, everything you'd want from like a great, you know, packaging and album and everything. Right. Yeah, sure. And, you know, if you're going to check out that episode, which we would highly encourage, if you would maybe please go ahead and like, subscribe and comment below, because that would really help us out. It really would. And then it's also got this cool booklet, um, art, sort of an article written by Bob Ezrin on the inside, um, oh, who yeah. helped Trent Reznor mm-hmm. and them um, kind of pick out what tracks to include on the album and also the track order. It's it has a little awesome history working photos. on the wall. I mean, just yeah, yeah a little just, bit. But it's got like photos of his uh, Pro Tools and computer setup. That's really it's got sweet. A, a picture on the inside of him and Dr. Dre in the studio. Like it's 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 yeah, it's pretty cool. So. Um, I awesome. highly, if you're able to find this, I highly re- recommend picking it up. 
Um, it's definitely one of the ones where I'm just like, oh, dude, yeah, I got that one. And okay. It's just, it just feels good just to know, like, hey, I got it, and it's not easy to get now. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it has a little, you know, it's a little special there. Well, so. my first one is one that I think falls under the same category because, if I'm not mistaken, we talked about this record because uh, I was telling you about the packaging offline, and you looked it up and said that it is currently not available, and that is Seeds by tv on the radio radio and it's it's a a double lp a great album the artwork inside is beautiful um but one thing that is particularly special is it has some interesting liner notes and in here somewhere and we will show this um momentarily in a different way yeah but um there's this plastic screen and it allows you to see things like in 3D. And so the cover the cover kind of moves. Here it is. Yeah. There. That's but So it comes with this little plastic sheet. And it's just a bunch of it's it's like clear, but there's a bunch of black lines, right? And yeah. so like you you go up to the cover and you put this now, I'll show it because you can't see it here, but you put it on the cover yeah. and it just burns like a fire. And it just like everything has these little animations, like the letters move around. And it, it is it is probably the most unique vinyl packaging I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it is yeah. like, and this was one where we went to the record store. My wife, Lisa, bought this one. And I, I hadn't really listened to the album. And then, you know, you put it on yeah. and you're like, God, I haven't. Because I hadn't listened to the to TV and the radio probably for real since like Dear Science. And so, you know, we put this one on and it's it, it, yeah. a great record. And then you're just, you know, you're sitting there looking at the packaging and yeah. really cool. I so, think, it, yeah, I think I think that might be one of my their their favorite album of mine. Um, I I really like that one a lot and such dude, a good album uh, and i think we're going to be awesome. scratching it in the near future if i'm not mistaken oh yes dude. we are yeah no we are we are so we don't have stay an exact date at the moment but yeah it's yeah uh i love it when bands do awesome packaging though like that's it's it's just a fun creative way i mean that's something that's definitely lost in the digital era now is you know, you just kind of click and play and whatnot, but dude, you, you don't get the CD, artifact. It, yeah, it's, it, it's the smaller version. Like I just love the big picture I know. disc. And, but it, and but even with cool CDs, stuff. there was there was something. There was an artifact, and and that's kind of lost. I mean, you know, regardless. Yeah, yeah. So what's your second well, and I think one? We've, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, yeah. So my second one, we've also scratched this one. Um, however, I did not. I don't think I had the vinyl at the time. And that would be Mr. Bungles, California. Oh, which is oh. I know both. I, I have that our, too, and uh, I'm so glad I finally. When I saw it at the record store, I was like, yeah. "Yep." And there was three copies of it, I think. And so I looked at each one to make sure that I had like the you know the the very yeah. best one, yeah. the best one. Yeah. yeah. So this is the one that I think there is. This is not an original pressing. I think Forrest might have the original pressing. He has. He has the one because I remember when you we were doing research for it, you kind of noticed or you had heard that the way it was done on vinyl and and mastered, it, 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 there's some things that are lost and it maybe doesn't sound yeah you know yeah. The, the way we're used to hearing it. And right? dude, when I when I listened to mine, I mean it was perfect. Yeah, it, it was yeah, it was one. everything it's supposed yeah. to be. So and, the, and I know I have yeah. the same one as you. 
it's the the company music on vinyl yes they, they yes get that these is correct yep. repress them this is you know the 180 gram audio file oh now yeah. i will say it, this is pretty much just like a you're it's it's a yeah there's disc, nothing special about it there's nothing special about the packaging but it's just kind of badass to have it like that's what's that's what's awesome about it so, and i that is yeah, one i one, do have yeah and so what do you got what do you got next there Rintin tim well as much as I would have wanted to pull out Mr. Bungle, I had to do something. I know. So this is a copy oh, yeah. of the yeah. record Hey Jude by the Beatles. Now, I had thought that this record was completely lost once everything hit like the non-vinyl stages like cassettes and CDs. But apparently... Yeah. They did do this on cassette and it was available throughout the 90s. And then it was issued on CD in 2014 as an individual release and in a box set titled The U.S. Albums. So I guess, but for most people, unless you're like, like a total nerd about collecting all the CDs and everything the Beatles ever did, this is pretty much just on vinyl. And all the songs on here, so it's Hey Jude, Revolution, Paperback Writer, I Should Have Known Better, Lady Madonna, Can't Buy Me Love, Don't Let Me Down, Ballad of John and Yoko, Rain, and Old Brown Shoe. Old Brown Shoe, I figured would be on there too. But all these songs can be found on Past Masters Volume 2. Now, Past Masters, not to be confused with Moore's album, Past Masters Volume 420. So Yes. So I always just thought that was cool because my dad had this record and, you know, it's just one of those one of those things where apparently it was available elsewhere. But pretty much Mm -hmm. for like the longest time, it only existed on vinyl. Well, and I'm curious and maybe maybe, you know, this or maybe some people out there know this who are huge Beatles fans. When when Hey Jude came out and was released was I mean, it was released as a single like that's not like a Beatles. That's correct. So I imagine it was released as a single and then all those other songs are kind of, I mean, I, mean, I don't even know what to say. Are those all singles as well? Yeah. They I B-side? think they're like, considered what, what, like B sides. Uh, yeah. Which is crazy. Cause great, some man. of them, I mean, dude, paperback, really I like all of them are an awesome song, dude. Force can get down yeah. with paperback writer. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's all like really good stuff. And I think like old Brown shoe, for instance, like, Oh, and dude, that, that was that the shitty thing about like Harrison's quota, so to speak, is that he could only contribute These like leftovers. X amount of material to an album because he yeah. had and and he did a song that kind of touched on that, which is called Only a Northern Song. Right. Yeah. Um and that's isn't that on also isn't a B-side. that on Yellow Submarine? Isn't it on uh Yellow yeah, I think it might be on Yellow Submarine, okay. but I mean hey, more Bulldog, or less it was one of my favorite yeah. songs, and that's on Yellow Submarine. Yeah. I mean Yeah, definitely. So um, what's next? So, so, so my third and final unique album, and I'm going to tell a little story behind this because I went to the, you know, I'm sure people who are into vinyl and collect vinyl and you go to the store, you have like a list. At least I, I have oh, a list mentally, on my phone. I don't. Like, yeah. 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 Mentally. Dude, I, I, got I have list. it in my notes. And, um, and so I went there and literally they had nothing on my list. And I was like, I came all the way here. I came all the way here. I mean, really, it's only like a 10 minute drive. But I was like, since I'm here, I was like, I need to pick up something. 
So I was messaging and I messaged Forrest and I, this was kind of, I think, right after you and I had done Songs for the Deaf, uh, Queens of the Stone Age album. Um, we had done that scratch on our, our show here. Mm-hmm. And so I started listening to them more. I was like, oh, you know, I should pick up some some more Queens of the Stone Age. And first off, and Forrest made this this great recommendation. He was like, you know, you should never go to the record store and buy something that you've never heard or listened before. I totally went against that. And I went and I bought Queens of the Stone Age like clockwork. And I was like, oh, I'm going to check it out. It'll be cool. You know, we'll just see. Um, I mean, you know, I like the band. I like their stuff. It's probably going to be good. Listen to it the first few times. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's it, it's good. It's going to be good. Right. It's and, going to be good. And yeah. then it's going to be good. And then I uh, one night I came home. I, I was hanging out with some friends. Just put this on. It was a little later, and that's when it clicked. Yeah, and the, yeah, and you know, it's, a, and I was it's like, a good oh, one. Man. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing: you and I were talking about this, and you said you may have played this for me, like when you around first my wedding. started getting. Yeah, yeah. When you started getting into them, but I don't remember that. And fair. Essentially, I have only listened to this album on vinyl. Yeah. I have not listened to it like and it's and so there's times where I've been tempted like oh man I'm going to put this on I'm like nope it, maybe maybe I'll just keep it and it'll just be like that sort of special record that I've only listened to on vinyl and not at least consciously yeah yeah uh, no and, and that's that's digitally. really cool yeah I love that yeah so that's it it's my story. now one it. thing I will say and I do have to make a comment to what you said about um uh, going to the record store and never buying something or don't buy something that you've never listened to or whatever. Uh-huh. Dude, when I shop for records, I totally follow this policy, but to Forrest, who may or may not be listening, one thing I will say is I've gone there and maybe not so much me, but when, when I'll go with my wife and the two of us are going to buy something there's a lot of times she'll pick up something and dude, I've never heard a single thing off it, but, but the thing is, it's her choice. What are you going to say? It, 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 everyone has a choice of what they're going to get at the record store. Right. Absolutely. But dude, yeah. some of these albums have been like that. Like, dude, I had never dude, heard like anything things, off of St. Vincent. And she picked that up one uh, night and I was like, Oh my God, this is phenomenal. So dude, I, I do think, with that story as like kind of the crux of it, I, I do think that like there is something to if you have an inkling or an inclination about an artist and you think sure. that they're, you know, their stuff may it's be a good. Risk. Yeah, there is a risk. But dude, sometimes you drop 30 bucks and it can suck. And I know like, it ugh. could. But dude, most of the time you'll pick something up. And if you go into it with an open mind, unless it's total trash, which yeah. I guess is possible. But You'll, you know, you'll be like, damn, this was a really cool record. I would have never picked this thing out in a million years. Right. Totally. And I, I like with that. You. I do like I'm with that. you. All right. What's yours? Your last one, bro. Dude, my last one does not have an amazing package. Okay. It's just this clear thing. And you can see it, dude. That's the record. That's di- that's oh, on the disc. vinyl. Yeah. That's picture a- disc. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. And this album is called Dope Smoker uh, by a band called Sleep. And, you know, shout out 
to my old buddy Steve uh, when I used to work at Pip. He kind of got me into some of this stoner metal, some of these bands. And one of the albums he recommended to me was was the Sleep album. And there's a weird and interesting story behind it where apparently the band signed with London Records and got like a big advance to make this this record because okay. they were just like coming up in this scene that, you know, they thought would be good and profitable, whatever. Right. So apparently the band spent like uh some of the advance on like these these orange amps and these this like subgenre of orange called green amps like these fucking just badass amps i mean they, okay. like unbelievable tone especially for what they're doing and some other equipment and then the rest they just spent on weed <laughs> and they, that's a good idea and they they went into the studio and they recorded this album now dude the way this album is released correctly, it is one song, and it is like Ooh. seventy minutes long. Now, awesome. apparently, they on this played record, this. They have to, yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. So that's out. why I haven't put it on Scratch a Track because it's kind of hard to scratch it. So it's interesting. I got a whole it's, lot left. It's interesting how the like vinyl, over the, you like know, the vinyl just, kind of fades out and fades in and stuff. Yeah. But but anyways, they they put this thing out, and the record company fucking hated it. Thought it was garbage, of course. And yeah. so they they made a version of it called Jerusalem, and I think this was like nineteen ninety nine ish. And yeah. in Jerusalem, they cut the tracks up, but it like it flowed together to listen to it. But they cut the tracks up into like some sections, so there was at least. On Jerusalem, I think there was six or seven songs. Six songs. All right. Okay. But, and, and apparently they did all this stuff with compression and shit, like when they mastered it the, that the band didn't like. And for a while, all you could ever hear was this Jerusalem version. But then right. after a while, I don't know how they did it, but the band like got the rights or something. And somebody, I guess prior to the band getting the rights, someone took... They got a hold of the tapes or something, and they they did an album called Dope Smoker, like the band intended for it, and they kind of released it unofficially, and you could get it on the internet, which was yeah. which was cool because it was all one track. Then it was like an right. hour or seventy minutes or whatever it was, seventy three minutes. But then yeah. then somehow Sleep again got a hold of the rights to their own music, which is awesome, That's great, and they released like the real version and. You know, it was one of those albums I was like, I know that it'll be a double vinyl and the fade outs and the fade ins will be kind of maybe a little weird, yeah. but it is unlike any album I've ever heard. And it's, it it's like, dude, it's like a fucking trance. If like stoner metal was trance music, it just, it, dude, you, you just like, it like really dude, the tractor beam sucked me right in. You know what I mean? Dude, nice. I do. Yeah. I do. Sorry. Come in. Bit of a tangent. Your landing gear is down. Dude, come. Yeah, come in. Yeah. Yeah. But it, um, I, I will say, an amazing album in its own right. And I've I've given it to several friends, and some of them are like, what the fuck did you get me into? And others WTF are like, this is kind of amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is cool. And I think, um, you know, you and I, we have... 
decent collections. You know, some people out there have an insane collection. So if any of you out there listening uh, have a good collection, a big collection, small collection, whatever it is, if there's an album that you have in your collection that you just kind of hold near and dear to your heart or it means something to you, <laughs> yeah. whether it's the, what the, is the it? packaging and the, why when you got it, how you got it. Yeah. Let us know. Um, because it's just cool to hear those kinds of stories. Um, you know, not it's, because when you buy something on vinyl, unless you do go to this or inherited um, in in some cases, or inherited, yeah, uh, you know, typically it's you know going to it's you don't recreate your collection because that would just cost True. way too much money. It's you usually make a very it's an amalgamation of yeah conscious <laughs> decision of ooh I, I want that one on vinyl all right uh, mm-hmm. that's. Or, or when you hear it, you're like, oh, that'll sound really good on vinyl. I feel like that's how it's almost. Or meant to when be you played. get someone's collection, you're like, I will save this one on vinyl. <laughs> and then there's a pile exactly. where you're like, I don't really want that one. So, no, and I'm good. So, with that said, so let us know. Let us know. Hold up your vinyls, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, oh, that's what it so is. Heavy. What what are the ones in your collection? I'm going to like drop them. And that would yeah. be a really bad way to end the episode. Don't want to do that. So. All right, everyone. We're going to have some more vinyl episodes coming up, I yeah. think. Um, so stay tuned for that. Let us know if you like it. And let's talk some vinyl on here because it's just kind of fun. All right. It's time, time to, to go. go. Scratch and Track is produced by the Dude and Grim. Additional music provided by Moore and the Tims. Copyright 2021. The Dude and Grim Show.